Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. In this week's episode, I want to share with you seven practical ideas for raising kids and grandkids, or at least influencing them more effectively, so that they grow in ways that enable them to be passionate, successful, and happy for the rest of their lives. Wouldn't you want that to be the case? The seven ideas are as follows. Number one, there is no one way to raise kids. Number two, the amazing impact of feeling loved as a child. Number three, using the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle. Number four, Who you are speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. Number five, healthy food and healthy focus. Number six, school is not a babysitting service. And finally, number seven, share one topic deeply with each kid whom you wish to influence. I'm sure these seven ideas will be helpful in many ways, including as a reminder of principles you may have forgotten to apply in your busy life. Our format for the show is that I share my big idea for the show. I share six resources to help you implement the big idea. I have a quick review of what of crucial matters that have arisen during the week on the planet. And then lastly, the foundational principles for the show and more background about me are now at the end of the show where regular viewers and listeners don't have to go, but newer viewers and listeners might want to find out more about that. So let's go with today's big idea. I want to inspire you to think in better ways and to think about better ways to raise kids, to raise grandkids, to influence kids. The future of Australia, the future of your country depends on kids being able to live successful, happy, passionate lives. I have some experience in this issue of raising kids. Since I have five children of my own, I have three grandchildren. I was a kid once myself. I was one of six children. I've been an educator for the last 30 years. I've also been educated for all of my life. I think I have some good ideas to share with you. I'm going to share seven ideas. It could be 14, but again, I like to keep the number of ideas limited. So, number one, there is no one way to raise kids. Each one of you watching or listening to this show has been raised uniquely. And if you have siblings, you will have been raised differently to the way your siblings were raised. Every single audience member that I've had has had different parents or parents behaving in different ways depending on the child. And 
there are many millions of successful people all raised in different ways. So you start to get relaxed about the fact of, hmm, I don't need to learn one way. Number two, a crucial success factor for human beings is that they felt loved as a child. I remember so clearly in August of 1985, listening to a presentation, a live presentation by an American psychotherapist, Jerome Murray, and he talked about a survey of the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, and they tried to find out what made these people objectively successful. And they went through all the different elements of what makes somebody successful, but nothing was consistent. Some came from rich families, poor families. They went to lots of schools. They didn't go to school. They went to one school. They lived in lots of houses. They did in uh, lots of different places. They lived in one place. They were big families. They were small families. Nothing was consistent. They went back and resurveyed them, and there was a massive, massive, statistically important factor was that when they were children, they felt they were loved. They felt they were wanted. Do the kids around you feel that you love them? You might love them, but it's a real distinction between do they feel loved? Number three, practice the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. And I apply it in the issue of raising kids as have your relationship with the kids as 80% love, 20% discipline. A crucial element in raising kids is boundaries. A crucial element in thinking is boundaries. And if you don't give a child boundaries through the 20% discipline, then you are literally ripping them off. So, so the, the loving opportunity, so you don't have to get caught up in, in everything, that they have to do everything the right way. No, that's not so important. Love them 80% of the time, but impose the boundaries 20% of the time. The fourth idea, wonderful quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. I'm a fan of Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it's this, who you are speaks so loudly I cannot hear what you say. So be aware that kids will emulate you. They will look at your behavior. And therefore, what example do you want to be to the kids, to your kids, to your grandkids, to other kids that you want to influence? What is the standard of behavior that you want them to exhibit, well, then live that yourself. If you want them to be fit and healthy, then you better be fit and healthy. If you don't want them to smoke, then don't you smoke. If you don't want them to be alcoholics, then don't you be an alcoholic. So so be consistent in what you are sharing with them versus how you behave. They will emulate you. You are an example to them. Idea number five, healthy food and a healthy focus. And I urge you to take a deep, ever increasing deep interest in the food that you put into your body. Of course, the emulation principle applies here as well. The food that you eat, the food that kids eat. We have to take greater, greater care on what goes into our bodies because the 
toxin threats in our society are increasing and you have to give your body the fuel to be able to build the immune system so that the impact of toxins on you is minimized. That also means minimizing injections of anything into your body. A healthy focus means that you pay a lot of attention, a lot of thought to what food, what lifestyle is going to promote health. If you want your kids to be successful, then being unhealthy is not a way to do that. Number six, don't use school as a babysitting facility. A lot of parents do that. A lot of parents send their kids to expensive schools and then they take no interest, no significant interest in the educational experience, in the school experience. One of the crucial elements that I found in raising my kids, I was president for five years of the local primary school parents and friends association. Take an interest in what's happening at the school. Take an interest in what your children are learning. If you don't have time to do that because both parents are working, particularly in this situation with expensive private schools, then I have two suggestions for you. Number one, send them to a government school so that only one parent has to work, or secondly, do homeschooling. The, the failure of parents to monitor what's happening in schools, particularly in Australia, but I read from all around the world, is a crucial element in bad educational outcomes for kids. And if you're not happy with the educational outcomes for your kids, then be willing to change. Do not slavishly stick with the same school because that's where you might have gone or because you can't be bothered researching the alternatives. And then number seven, I find this a really interesting idea, and that is to find one topic with each child, with each kid that you want to assist, to influence, find one topic that you go deeply in with that child. It could be reading a series of books on Harry Potter. It could be learning a computer game that this child is particularly interested. It could be a particular sport. It could be fishing. Find something with which you can go deeply with that child so there's this close bond on that topic and then that will lead to in-depth conversations on other matters, including the important things that matter to that child. These seven ideas are easy to implement. They will help build self-confidence. They will help to build self-esteem. They will help to build self-awareness of the child. And, and through that self-esteem, to give the confidence for the child to do his or her own thinking and to pursue his or her own path in life, to pursue their passions, to not wait for judgment by other people. Oh, can I pursue this? Can I pursue that? And I say that passionate people, people who are pursuing their passion, are overwhelmingly successful, are overwhelmingly healthier. So resources. My song is by Whitney Houston, The Greatest Love of All. And as I said 
earlier, the children are our future. Well, the song starts off, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. So in the, and the chorus, you will recall, goes, because the greatest love of all is happening to me. I'm not going to sing Whitney Houston. I found the greatest love of all inside of me. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. And I passionately believe that to be true. If you don't love yourself, then you can't believe that someone else will love you. My book this week is a new book that I bought that's been recommended to me called The Great Reset and the Struggle for Liberty. And this is set by Michael Richtenwald. This is such an important topic because if we don't have liberty, if we don't have freedom, then what I've just shared with you is BS because your kids won't be free to pursue what they're passionate about. They won't be free to choose life on their terms. So the Great Reset and the Struggle for Liberty. It's a real big struggle. My quote today I have on my wall is by Helen Keller, the famous Helen Keller, who said this, your success and happiness lie in you. Resolve to keep happy and your joy and you shall form an invincible host against difficulties. Your success and happiness lie in you. Resolve to keep happy and your joy and you shall form an invincible host against difficulties. My health tip. Have a look in terms of inner health at a machine called a Beamer, B-E-M-E-R. Look up Beamer Group. I can introduce you to somebody. I've had people raving about the vibrational frequencies strategy that the Beamer machine uses. Look it up, B-E-M-E-R. My spiritual tip is to meditate on your journey as a child to reflect upon and bring back into your consciousness the lessons that you learned and the way that they were taught to you as a child that had a big positive impact on you. And your meditation on that will give you further insight in how to apply the seven ideas today. And lastly, some humour. That's not because humour is the least important. It's the most important. I'm leaving the best to last. And it's this. Great truths that little children have learned. Number one. No matter how hard you try, you can't baptise cats. <laughs> and Julie's a cat lover. Number two, when your mum is mad at your dad, don't let her brush your hair. <laughs> Number three, if your sister hits you, don't hit her back. And Julie found this. If your sister hits you, don't hit her back. They always catch the second person. Number four. Never ask your three-year-old brother to hold a tomato. Number five, you can't trust dogs to watch your food. Number six, don't sneeze when someone is cutting your hair. <laughs> Number seven, never hold a dust buster and a cat at the same time. Number eight, 
You can't hide a piece of broccoli in a glass of milk. Number nine, don't wear polka dot underwear under white shorts. And number 10, this almost brings tears to my eyes. The best place to be, (laughs) the best place to be when you're sad is grandpa's lap. (laughs) Oh, how sad. So anyway, that, that moved me. Gosh, I don't know why that moved me, but anyway. There it is. So to get back into the realm, have a bit of coffee. So I hope these resources help you to use today's big idea of which incorporates seven ideas, but essentially changing the way that you relate to kids and grandkids so that you help them to become passionate, successful and happy in more effective ways. My aim for this show is to motivate you, to inspire you, to educate you, to live life on your terms, to raise your self-awareness, for you to live a life of passion. I invite you to subscribe to this show on YouTube, on Rumble, on the podcast, to share it with your family, with your friends, with your colleagues. You can discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest at charlescovest.com and details about our corporate programs at covest.com. My two books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, are available at both of those websites. Now, let's review some key happenings over the course of the past week. In Victoria, where we have the worst Premier in Victoria's history since 1851, Daniel Andrews, the front page news is about the huge, huge budget deficits from the from the profligate, corrupt, uncontrolled spending of this government, and Victorians will pay a big price. I'm pleased to see this because Victorians have to wake up because Victorians who vote for this absolutely corrupt government deserve all the pain that they can have, and it's remarkable how many people vote for this politician. And think about it in the context of your own country. You know, people think that you can keep incurring deficits we all know that you cannot do that but people are hoping to push it down the track to your kids and grandkids well that's what this show is about what legacy do you want to leave for your kids and your grandkids in australia the national the federal government the labor government by the way has has announced the details of the referendum that's coming to give aboriginals a voice i'm implacably opposed to the voice i urge you to be opposed to it in australia it's going to put different rights for different alleged racial groups total bs in australia four percent of the population is aboriginal but in The National Parliament, 11% of the parliamentarians are Aboriginal. They're already overrepresented. The voice is a scam. Then on top of that, two retired High Court judges said, oh, no, it's good that the voice, the wording of the voice referendum is vague because people should trust the government. Now, listen to that nonsense. Two retired High Court judges saying trust the government like this is this is politicization and corruption of the legal system to a high order and getting these judges to say that i just i i i'm appalled that they would say trust the government when the whole system, the whole westminster system is about holding governments to account because they cannot be trusted 
In Australia, New South Wales, the state of New South Wales had an election. A Labor government was elected. So now in six, in five of the six states in Australia, plus the territories, they're all left-wing Labor governments. Only Tasmania has a liberal, allegedly conservative right-wing government. Well, Liberal Party governed in New South Wales for the last 12 years. Australia is now totally Labor. Labor is all about controlling your life. Labor is about telling you what to do. Labor is about uncontrolled spending. Look at Daniel Andrews in Victoria. We shall see what happens. But it's you don't have to look too far to see countries where that unrestrained spending creates disaster for most people, but never for the elites. And then lastly, the the truth is closing in on, on Joe Biden, the blowing up of the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline from Russia to Germany. Uh, Seymour Hirsch did a wonderful expose as an investigative journalist. Joe Biden authorised the destruction of that pipeline. You watch how that comes out. When I read the Hirsch information, Seymour Hirsch, H-E-R-S-H, it's appalling and it's an act of war and you watch what flows from that step. And lastly... While all this is going on, I assure you I'm happy. I assure you I'm passionate and I assure you I'm successful. And Julie fulfills those three categories as well. Why? Because success is the progressive realisation of a worthy ideal. I'm living my my dream in, in pursuing my worthy ideal. I hope you are. That's what this show is about, to help you pursue your worthy ideals. So if you're new to the show, stick around. We'll cover the foundational principles for the show in more details now, plus some further background about me. But for regular viewers and listeners, that's it for the new content. Thanks for watching or listening. And until our next show next week, may you have a health-giving, passion-filled challenge-filled, fun-filled week. Thanks for being with us. See you next week. Bye. Now, for listeners and viewers who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life, as well as the foundational principles for this show that's now over 140 episodes. Here it is. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I loved, so this is now 30 years, I have inspired, motivated and provoked people to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people with the books that I've written, with speeches at conferences, with seminars, with work with companies, team building programs, and one-on-one executive coaching. I've done this work in big companies, small companies, in government entities. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats of government that leads you to observe the law is the loss of your freedom via being jailed, incarceration. 
Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. This commitment I have for freedom is carried out by me primarily through five channels of activity. Number one, I fight to preserve your freedom and everyone's freedom to pursue their passion. Number two, inspiring you to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom globally through the expansion of industrial hemp. I'm CEO of a hemp company that manufactures the world's best machinery. Hemp is a miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. And in this way, the power of government to take away your freedom is minimised. Of course, as a subset of that, I, I fight for freedom to drink coffee. Mm. Number four, I fight for freedom through legal strategies, through being the interface between lawyers and their clients, because clients don't understand lawyers and lawyers don't understand clients. And finally, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy, I fight for freedom of thought and speech by comedians through humour, comedy and laughter, because suppressing the freedom of speech of comedians is the beginning of the end of freedom. The foundational principles for this weekly show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness, SA plus P, your passion equals S, your success. You will be successful when you have high self-awareness and you're pursuing your passion. The best definition of success that I have found over the years is this. Success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideal. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I always wear my red jacket in public presentations. Red is the colour of passion. Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because then there's a chance that you will remember it. If I share too many ideas, it all goes into fluff and you can't remember it and you keep doing what you've always done. I hope to inspire you to make one small change, one just one thing. When I share that big idea, I then share some practical resources. You've heard what those six resources are. A song, the lyrics of a song, a book, a spiritual tip, a health tip, a quote, and, of course, some humour. This show is not politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including coffee and exercise and reading, and some unmentionable impolite company addictions. You can, you can turn your mind to what you might think that might be. This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if that offends you, don't watch, don't listen. I promise you I don't include anything in this show that I don't believe to be of value, that I don't believe to be useful. I would never accept sponsorship for a product that I didn't believe was of value. If you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at charles.coves.com. Again, thanks for listening to this last piece as well. I look forward to having you with me for future shows in the weeks and months to come. Bye.